So if you're never emotional from her, if you're avoiding that or running from it, guess what she's going to do when you want sex? She's going to avoid it and run from it. She's not trying to be a bitch. Like I said, women love sex too. We do. It feels good. We want it. But we don't want it with someone we can't feel vulnerable with. We can't. We don't want it with someone we don't trust anymore. We don't want it with someone who doesn't make us feel sexy or turned on. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. I feel like I rushed that. What I love about <laughs> Sometimes it's like a... All right, anyway. Today's topic is about sex. Why you're most likely not getting enough of it or as enough as you would like, because everyone's different, right? Some guys will tell me, you know, once a, once a month would be great. We had it three times the past five years. And I'm like, what? And then some guys are like, once a day. I need it once a day. I must have it once a day. <laughs> so everyone is different. But what's not different is what leads women to want to have sex with you. And that's what this topic is about, podcast episode is about. So before I dive into the actual episode, I want you to Go scroll down to the bottom of iTunes and leave a review for this podcast. If it's helping you, if you've used any of this knowledge in your life and your relationship and it's working for you or even just made you think differently, you know, for one day of your life, (laughs) whatever the case may be, I would love if you could just share that, share it with me and uh, I would be forever grateful for that, guys. I appreciate you. Anyway, what inspired me to do this topic was I was a guest on a podcast yesterday and we brought up the, we brought up trust. We started talking about trust and what builds trust and what most likely, or what tends to build trust, what does build trust is more so the little things, the things you don't really expect versus the big things. You know, we have some big event and it's like, oh, like you saved my life that day. Or like, I couldn't have done it without you that day. And we think like, that's, that's what attributes to trust. Right. And we don't pay attention to the small things You know, like when you show up to your son's basketball game or when, you know, she made a face and it looked sad and there was a hint of sadness there, even though she was trying to hide it from you, but you called her out and you said, Hey, you look sad. Like, can I, can I help you? Like, do you want to talk to me about it? Even though you had a really long day at work and she really didn't want to bother you, but you stopped and you paid attention to how she was feeling and you showed that you cared in that moment. All these small things really add up, especially even on dates. If you're a single guy listening to this, you know, you'll take her, maybe you'll take her to this nice five-star restaurant and you're like, oh, this is going to be, you know, I'm going to really impress her and this is going to be great. And she's going to be so turned on by this, you know, whatever, whatever you guys think. And then after the date, after dinner, maybe you look at her a certain way and that's what she goes home thinking about. She goes home thinking about you looking at her while you were holding open the door and the way you smiled. And that's what she's going to hold on to. And she doesn't give a shit 
about the dinner. And I'm not saying don't take women out to nice dinners, but (laughs) we do like that. But at the end of the day, it's more of these little things, these little gestures that we carry with us and that make us think of you, that we remember from you most and that bonds us to you most. Um, There's this, as you guys probably know, I am certified in gender intelligence and I was taught by John Gray personally. John Gray is the author of Women, um, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's a really famous book, probably one of the most famous relationship books of all time. And it, it was an awesome book that I read and then took a course. I flew to Vegas multiple times a year to train with, with John Gray and the coaches um, that will, other coaches that were also learning from him. There was, it was a tight group of us. There was about 15 people each class. But it was amazing. And this guy is just so filled with knowledge. He's one of those people you could just sit and listen to for hours and hours and hours. Um, so fascinating to, to just sit and listen to. But anyway, he had this really great concept that I always appreciated that he shared, which was, you know, you give a woman a bouquet of flowers and she'll, she'll be happy. Like, she'll be thrilled and she'll think it's so sweet. Uh, just in general, you know, maybe some women hate flowers. I'm not talking about all women, okay? But for the most part, women enjoy a bouquet of flowers. It's really nice and sweet. If you come home and give a woman one flower, she'll enjoy it just as much. She's not going to say, where's my fucking bouquet? You know, she's not going to be upset the fact that she didn't get a bouquet. She'll be thrilled that she got a flower from you. And, you know, obviously it's different if you always bring your bouquets and then, you know, like, and then you bring her a bouquet and then just to give her a flower out of it. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, like, like she's going to appreciate that one single flower just as much as she did all the flowers. And that's, that's looking, that's seeing how women really pay it. Just, we love the small things. The small things add up. And there's just as much, John Gray says, is like, there's just as many points as one flower as there is a bouquet. And guys tend to think of it differently for the most part. Most guys tend to think of it differently. Like, oh, I took you to this really nice dinner. That means I did my part for, you know, the week. Like I did my impressive thing for the week where I'm keeping her happy for a while. Or I took her on this amazing vacation. You know, it was this crazy, you know, five-star resort and took the whole family and we spent so much money and we did this and that and they swam with dolphins and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm, I'm good for a while. And it's not that you actually say that, but it's more of like an internal, like, subconscious feeling, which you probably can feel, you know, you don't say it, but you probably can feel like, all right, like I deserve to just like cut some slack now and I could just kind of relax from having to like impress her or earn her love, so to speak. Um, So you kind of just chill for a little bit. And when guys do a big grand gesture and then chill, then you stop, you don't pay attention to small things. And that's all, that's what women mostly care about. Going back to the small things, you know, that's, that one rose is almost just as many points as a vacation. <laughs> you know, like we look at it like, like it's just, it's just another thing that you did that, and I'm not saying where that women are needy and women need, you know, things to be impressed by. We both do, men and women do. Okay. But like, but women especially look at those little things and need them in order to, to build trust with you and maintain trust with you. I don't know if it's exactly the same for guys in terms of having little gestures every day that like keep us bond, keep you bonded to us. But this is definitely, I'm coming from my female instincts too, sharing this with you guys. 
So we need that constant, those constant little things. And that's what makes us feel special. It's all the things that make us feel special, whether it's a gaze in our eyes, whether it's a flower, whether it's, hey, did the dishes for you, like just relax or you can, so you can get back to work. I know you have that thing that's due and I don't want to go to bed too late. You know, those little, oh, like give me, like giving her a back rub for a couple minutes. All of these things that show that she's special to you are what essentially are foreplay to her. This is what keeps women bonded. This is to, to you. This is what makes her feel like she can trust you. You're always there and you're always there for her, supporting her, um, making her feel special. You're her person. And she sees you as her person when these little things are constantly active in your lives. But if you take, like I said, if you like go on a vacation and you like chill with the little things and for instance, the vacation is just an example. It's not always the case. I'm not saying that, but for this example specifically, if you go on vacation and then you kind of chill from doing the small things, that's when she starts losing trust and she starts losing attraction because as I said, those little things that do build trust make her feel emotionally vulnerable with you. And if a woman can't feel emotionally vulnerable with her man, she can't have sex with him. She doesn't want to. Okay, so this, this trust and this, this continuous building of little things each day, showing that she's special, showing that you care, that gets her comfortable to the point emotionally where she can then be vulnerable and open up with you physically that's what, that's what gets her horny for you. Because as I said, this is, all, this is all foreplay. And women need, which is a whole other conversation in itself, how men need to understand the importance of physical foreplay. But I'm talking about emotional foreplay, which is, much, which is going to get the physical for a woman. Like women can't be physically turned on by their partner, especially who they've been with for long periods of time, if they're not emotionally comfortable and turned on by them. So this whole, the whole concept and message of this episode is for you to understand how important those little things are and maintaining them in your life. And don't think that you always have to do these grand gestures. You know, it's not all about, oh, like, I didn't do that. I don't have enough money. I can't impress you. Like, I don't have, I don't have the perfect body. Like, that's why you're, you're not sleeping with me. Like, it's not about that, guys. It's about how you treat her. It's about her feeling special so that she can open up and be vulnerable, right? There needs to be emotional trust. And that's the thing with women. Like, in order for us to open up sexually and have a good, positive sexual experience, we have to feel like we can trust you emotionally. We have to trust you with our heart. And, of course, there's women who just, you know, of course, we also sleep around because we like sex too. You know, not every woman is like, I need to be in love before I'm married. Like, no, that's bullshit. We get horny and just want to fuck too. <laughs> like, same thing. But I'm talking about you guys in relationships, especially when it becomes long-term. You need to keep that emotional trust going. It's so important. And I'm saying it just takes little things. Tiny little things. Just And I, I tell my clients, like, just show show some effort. And the more you show effort, women are very like women are very reciprocal. 
they just naturally want to give back if someone gives to them. It's like the nature of a nurturing woman. I'm not saying you guys aren't like that, but it's more instinctive for women to want feel the need to give back when they're given something. And hey, some women aren't. And if there's if you're with someone who's only a taker, then that's something to address. So call me. We could talk about that and <laughs> talk about how to get out of that. Um, so I forgot what I just said before this, but I want you to think in terms of how can I keep her emotionally trusting me? What can I do? Like what little things can I add to the day to day? And oh, this is what I, this is what I was going to say. I tell my clients to ask themselves, what's, you know, if you're feeling like you're drifting apart from her, what are two things you can do tomorrow? You know, that go out of your way, that take no more than five minutes. Maybe it's a phrase. Maybe it's something you just say to her that you haven't said in a while. Maybe it's looking at her a certain way you haven't looked at her. Maybe it's calling her sexy instead of cute. That's a big one too, because if a woman doesn't feel like you're turned on by her, she's not going to feel emotionally vulnerable and she, she won't trust you emotionally. She'll feel very strange and awkward having sex with you or initiating or if you initiate her wanting to say yes. So that's the thing too. If you used to, if you used to express verbally and be more physical around how she turns you on and over the years, like you start drifting away from that and you don't do it as much and you're focused on your vocabulary. If your vocabulary, sorry guys, I just worked out. That's why I'm like huffing. <laughs> I feel like I sound like a drunk, like drunk slurs right now. I promise. I just, I just worked out. So if you used to, if you used to say certain things, I want you to focus on your, uh, your phrases and ask yourself, you know, was I always calling her this name or did I used to call her a different name when we used to have sex more? And that's the thing too, is going back to, and I do this with my clients, take them back to a time when they were satisfied and things seemed to be really great between the two of them. There were no issues. You guys weren't fighting a lot. You were having sex as many times as what satisfied you or kept you both pleased. And ask yourself what you were doing differently and what you were saying differently. Because I find that a lot of men's Uh, phrasing has changed over the years based on the guys I've worked with. And it's just interesting to see like, all right, like how is she supposed to feel sexy when you say that? How is she supposed to feel like she wants to fuck you when you say that to her? You know, like you would say that to a kid. You would say that to your friend. Like that's not hot. That's not foreplay. And guys don't need physical foreplay as much. So you guys for the most part are ready to go. For the most part, I'm not saying you're always just ready to go, but for the most part, you could get turned on pretty quick physically. We cannot. We really can't. And as much as porn tries to get you to believe otherwise, (laughs) no woman, uh, this is a whole other topic, but no woman can get turned on that quick. Maybe, Maybe once in a blue moon, I don't know, but I've never heard of it. I've never experienced that. And, and it's just, we take time. We take time to warm up. We're like an oven, right? As they say, women are like ovens. So we take time. And what warms us up, as I said, going back to what I was saying, is emotional trust. And what brings emotional trust are those little things. And us feeling special from you in little ways. The way you look at us. The way you touch us. What you say to us. How you say it. Right? Tonality, too. 
um, what you do for us. Like what you do when we're, you know, feeling a certain way and we're showing it. How do you handle that? Do you act like you care? Or do you act like you have other things to do and it's not that important? Or we said we're fine, so you just drop it and, and leave it and never, you know, never ask us anything. That's the thing. Whenever a woman says she's fine, she's not fine. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. I don't know why we all do <laughs> in the rule book of women. But it's just show, taking more initiative. And don't, being af- don't be afraid to take initiative. Okay? Yeah, things may get emotional. And I know you guys like to, we would rather run away from the emotional talk or emotional situations. But I'm telling you, don't do that. Because the more you put yourself in emotional situations with her, her, the more opportunity you have to build trust. So if anything, you should see an emotional opportunity and run towards it if you can help her through it. Or if you can be a part of it and then find a way out together. Because that's what's going to get you laid. That's what's going to get you having sex again. Because that's going to make her feel comfortable with you. Too many guys run away from the emotional stuff. And as I said, it takes emotional vulnerability for a woman to want to have sex with you and be ready to have sex with you. So if you're never emotional from her, if you're avoiding that or running from it, guess what she's going to do when you want sex? She's going to avoid it and run from it. She's not trying to be a bitch. Like I said, women love sex too. We do. It feels good. We want it. But we don't want it with someone we can't feel vulnerable with. We can't. We don't want it with someone we don't trust anymore. We don't want it with someone who doesn't make us feel sexy or turned on or have that foreplay that keeps that gets us ready and warms us up. And sometimes guys will do one thing and they'll be like, <clears throat> you know, I did this and I didn't even get laid. And it's like, all right, well, what have you been doing for the past few weeks, past few days? Like you can't go from hot to cold, like cold to hot and then expect you to get what you want. Like, like I said, women are an oven. They need, we need time. We need time. And it just takes little things, you know? And that's the whole point. It's really not hard. It's not hard. It's confusing and it's weird as fuck, (laughs) you know? Like women are definitely confusing, but but just remember, they're like an oven, and it just takes little things to warm them up, not necessarily grand gestures. Grand gestures are great, you know, over time, whatever, throw them in whenever you can. But the little things are needed on a day-to-day. And the more you do it to her, the more she's going to do it to you. And, you know, I know this is kind of out there to say, um, I'm just going to say it anyway, because fuck it. But like, I feel like women more so appreciate the, it's more in our biological nature to appreciate those little emotional things. And that's what fulfills us most. Whereas men get fulfilled most by sex and the physical things. So we open up by the emotional things. Like that's how we fall in love. It's more like the mental emotional side. You guys are more the physical side. And I think that's why for men, if you guys see a woman and you're not attracted at all, you can't grow to attract to be attracted to her physically. It's just if it's not there from the start, it most likely will never be there ever. Whereas women will not be physically attracted to a guy and get to know him, and then she becomes physically attracted to him over time. And that goes back to what I just said is me- women are more so turned on and feel in love or feel fulfilled in a loving relationship by the mental and emotional, not the physical. All right. So this is kind of like when you guys open up 
more emotionally, showing emotional support, not being afraid of it, but just going towards it, turn towards her. It's a big thing I teach my guys, especially in the effective communication method, which is my, my course now, helping men in their communication skills. Turn towards your partner. Don't be afraid. She's your partner. You know, and the more you turn towards her, the more she's going to feel like you're her man. You got her. She can trust you. And when she trusts you and she feels emotionally stable with you, then she opens up. That's when her inner freak can come out. (laughs) That's when she feels sexy. And that's when she can share that sexy side with you. And when she really wants to. And it doesn't become this thing where it's like, oh, fine, I'll give you sex tonight. It's like, fuck me now. (laughs) It's more, it's that feeling of, wow, like he does such a good job, you know, heating up the oven. He does such a good job with the foreplay. He's just always showing little ways in little ways that he cares. And that's so fucking hot. It's so sexy. And women will talk about this. Like, we'll be like, oh, like, and then he said that, because, you know, we talk about everything, right? Like, guys, guys are always like, what the fuck can you be on the, how can you be on the phone for three hours talking to your friend? Like, what the hell are you talking about? And, um, and guys will just state the obvious to their friend and hang up the phone, right? Because you're just like, what do you, what else do you have to say? But that's what I, that's the whole point of this. What I'm telling you guys is women talk about the details. We love the details. We love the little things. Like we'll tell our friends like, and then he turned around and then he looked back to me, back at me and he said this. And then I was like, oh my God. And it was so hot and it turned me on. And then I said this to him. Like we tell the whole story because we appreciate the whole story. We appreciate the little parts in between. And that's what lights us up. That's what fills us, fulfills us. Um, so yeah, I just wanted this to be a more like I'm just talking to you in your, <laughs> in your living room. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted this to be more of a laid back episode and just be like, yo guys, this is how it is. Cause I know there's, there's uh, a lot of you struggling with with your sexual consistency and and you're not happy about it but women aren't happy either when it comes to feeling emotionally neglected or feel like you guys are avoiding them and running away from emotional situations which is what they need in order to open up sexually so it's kind of like this ah like what do we do first thing so this goes with the ownership that I always share with you guys of if you know a way to change things like you do now after listening to this podcast Take action and do it, man. Like, she doesn't have to be equal to you in terms of, all right, well, she didn't make a movie out, so I'm not doing anything. Like, just do it. If you know what to do, fucking do it so you get what you want. And that's the whole point of my coaching is I help guys get what they want in their relationships so that they're not just waiting around for her to do something because we can't control her. We can control you. I mean, I can't. You can control you, but I can help you control you. And that's the whole that's the whole thing. Like control, take what you can control based on the knowledge you have. So you get what you want. You get the result you want in your relationship. All right. I want to say knowledge is power, but it's, it's really not. It's potential power. And, um, Jim quick, the brain expert I follow always says that knowledge isn't power. It's potential power. It's only power when you use it. So you can know everything, you know, you can absorb all my content and you can read all my posts, but if you do nothing with it, what is it, how is it really benefiting your life? If you don't put it into play, if you're just sitting there waiting for her to make the first move, 
what's really going to happen? You're going to sit in the same shit. You're going to have the same problems. You're going to complain about it for years. You're going to end up getting divorced and then get into a new relationship with the same problems because you never made changes and got into new habits. Okay. So take this, take this knowledge and try to do something with it. And just, as I tell my clients all the time, one step at a time, just ask yourself what today, what can I do today differently? Because every time you do something a little different and you make a small tweak, that's what changes the end outcome. So if you're not getting the end outcome you want right now, what needs to tweak? What little change can you make to start noticing progress in your relationship and in your life? All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. Don't forget to leave a review if this helped you, if this spoke to you. I'd really, really appreciate it, like I said. And I will talk to you in the next episode. So have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. Talk to you soon.